Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we are doing our Season 7 preview cast. We've got all the information we're ever going to have <laughs> on Season 7. That is, until the day that it airs. So we're ready. Yeah. I think we're ready. I had, man, I had to do a little brushing up this week because I had forgotten basically everything about the previous <laughs> six seasons uh, <laughs> in the interim. I don't know about you. So they, I know, last I knew, they were on a boat, uh, <laughs> and uh, they yep. had a heroin addict with them. Uh, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure that's where they somehow ended up on that west coast. Uh, that that's that's where I left the story. Yeah, so we left kind of in three groups, right? I mean, we had obviously the group that's with Negan. Uh, they are at risk of being brutalized. Uh, probably have already been brutalized. Someone's been brutalized. Yeah. Um, we also had a couple of people left back in the town in Alexandria. I think it was Enid and Gabriel both uh, were back there with the oh, baby. Oh, yeah, Gabriel holding down the fort. Little baby ass kicker. Uh, right. And then we had our third group, which is Carol and Morgan. The remnants out. of the strike team, right? Uh, y- y- right. They're not – they refuse to kill. Like somehow both of them now refuse to kill. Yeah. Uh, over the course of last season, Carol completely flip flopped on that, mm-hmm. and now I don't I don't know Morgan's out there protecting her, but how I'm not sure because he can't kill anything. Uh, they so. ran into those dudes on horseback, right? With their wearing their weird body armor. Yeah, uh, we are going to talk some spoilers because uh, as far as like you know what's been shown in the previews yes. and the promos if you haven't seen any of the previews or promos i don't know what you're doing listening to this preview podcast um later on there'll be uh, some comic book spoilers but we'll we'll have a, an official spoiler section but this is going to we're going to be discussing all the sum total of human knowledge regarding the season 7 uh at least as it pertains to the premiere right yeah, yeah. uh i also want just a couple of uh, a notes here uh we as we switched last year to no instant podcast, but a live watch for our club members, which will be on Sunday night. Uh, and then we do our broadcast on our podcast, our, prod, our bod, broadcast podcast on Mondays, uh, advancing from Tuesdays. Now, this week will be the exception for the live watch because we'll actually still be traveling back from the uh, Huntsville, Alabama, the, the Rocket City NerdCon, which still has tickets available. We're headlining. That event, if you go to rocketcitynerdcon.org, you can get tickets, uh, but we're going to be there Saturday and Sunday playing games and hosting panels and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will not. It'll prevent us from, from being able to do a live watch. Uh, also, breaking news. I don't know if you saw this, but just this morning, AMC announced that The Walking Dead has been renewed for Season 8 in advance of Season 7. Right. Which, Which is unsurprising. They did this last season. Yeah. It's not surprising. It's still making a, a, a pile of money. It's going mm-hmm. into what could potentially be another golden age of Walking Dead. I mean, I, I could see if they if they execute this, to <laughs> execute this correctly uh-huh. uh, or any kind of competent way, uh, this sucking a lot of people back into the series because you'll, you'll hear the rumors, oh, Walking Dead's good again. Right. Yeah. Not that it was ever terrible, but, you know. Yeah. They did honk off a lot of people last season. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, which is, I think, what we're supposed to, about to talk about. Okay, let's get into it. So, there's a couple of things. Did you follow the the uh, the spoiling dead fans 
like that whole group and the fact that they got cease and desisted by AMC for yeah I heard something about this because allegedly they and this is all allegedly and I hope we don't get sued by AMC for talking about it but uh, <laughs> allegedly they had in, inside information and the spoiling dead fans have had very accurate information uh, for a lot of a lot a lot of the outlines on what was going to happen for last season and seasons before. Yeah, but they had inside information that said that Abraham was going to be the one that was going to die. Or at least that's the rumor that I heard that they were going to announce before they got cease and desisted. I actually, if you would have told me that we would be heading into this premiere weekend of The Walking Dead and we didn't absolutely know for sure who had died, mm-hmm. I would have been shocked. I am shocked at how tightly they've maintained information security. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. And that's like uh, that was at least 33% of my outrage for how they handled the finale, the fact that you are going to screw the fans from finding out in an organic visceral way it's going to leak out and you know but 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 they've they've right. kept clamps on that. So kudos to them because I did quite a bit of I, I didn't on the off season, I didn't didn't keep up with the news because I didn't want to reward them for generating all this controversy and, and feed into it. But I did do a bit, decent bit of research, and I couldn't find any kind of definitive thing. Right. Yeah, same here. Um, but there's just a lot of speculation out there. Right. And it doesn't doesn't necessarily seem to point exactly to one one particular character or a set of characters. Um, everybody is still kind of all right. over the map with it. And it's, it's just to reiterate, reiterate my frustration is I feel like that this debate – who gets killed is the least interesting part of things you could bait. If we knew who was yeah. killed, we could then say, now what? How are people going to react? But we have to forestall all of that interesting, legitimate story-based debate on just a who done it. you know? Yeah, uh, and, and the other part of it is it also delays um, the reveal of that and therefore spoils the moment because I don't know about you, but I'm not, I'm not in the same uh, – state mentally as i was right after the finale you know i wasn't i wasn't i didn't have an hour and a half of television leading up to this thing that was like getting me prepared for this big moment and excited about it now all i have is well i guess i'll wait and just see who gets hit with the bat like now but it's very it feels very anticlimactic six months out i will say now that we're past all that and we're on the you know the week of the premiere it does feel like starting off the season which god i hope this is the cold open i hope this isn't some kind of flashback or they're going to put it off till the middle of the episode or do whatever check in on what's going on alexander um or what's going on with the horse lords or i you'll have to you'll have to watch talking dead (laughs) see who was killed (laughs) i um i i don't think they'll do that and i feel like that there's a little bit of a reaction to oh we shit to bed and we're gonna have to go big because if you've seen the right hand man trailer Uh uh-huh there is a lot of interesting things, and I feel like that this trailer, this this preview, it's not a trailer; it's three minutes of the of, of the the. I'm assuming it's it's right after the cold open, um, but it is a really workshop on how to do something like this successfully because it tell it gives you everything and nothing. Like there's long cuts of Rick's reaction and 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 him and Negan's uh, dialogue, and you can hear people in the crying in the background, and they show gore and remains and there's uh, and and yet i still couldn't tell you for sure right who's died there's also speculation that maybe multiple people mm-hmm. are going to be killed by negan yep uh 
there's also some other stuff to talk about, maybe in the comic spoiler section. Uh, where where do, so? D- let me let me give our predictions from last season, okay. where, where we were kind of leaning. Uh, I went back and I listened to our podcast, and at the end of last season, I think you were leaning toward Glenn yep. because of the satisfying story arc it would it, the the story effects it would have on Maggie. Uh, I was leaning toward Daryl because I thought the Glenn thing that they pulled mid season was such a fucking dumpster fire that it would just further piss people off to now actually go and kill him. I agree. In another really controversial moment. I agree with your analysis, but I'm going the opposite way because I feel Mm -hmm. like it's high time we stop saying that things can't happen because they wouldn't be satisfying or it would just piss (laughs) people off or like maybe we should lean into the fact that they're going to be defiant and like, you know, fuck it. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, I, again, agree everything about what you said about the the Glenn dumpster fire, literal dumpster involved fire Mm -hmm. uh, does nothing but take away from this moment. But on the other hand... You know, that's almost a year removed, and I've certainly forgotten my outrage about that. All I remember is the relationship, my vestigial remains of the affection for the Maggie-Glenn relationship, the fact that Maggie's a pregnant woman, Mm -hmm. and a zombie apocalypse, and this would be devastating to lose your mate under any circumstances. But it's almost more cruel to get them back and, you know, reunite with them and then have them taken away again. And mm-hmm. it kind of feels random and shitty in a way that almost feels right for The Walking Dead. Okay. So your opinion, I guess, hasn't changed at all? I or don't or- think so. And I think that a lot of what people are using to analyze this right-hand man trailer is not obvious misdirection because there's nothing obvious about it. I think it's it's the way they've done this is pretty skillful. Mm-hmm. But it is misdirection. Like, should okay. we talk about, should we break down what we kind of see in the trailer? Uh, Sure, yeah. At least elements. I mean, evidence number one is the splash of blood on Rick's face. There's, there's amateur spatter analysis on the uh-huh. internet that has said that this must have come from the side that Maggie is on. Maggie, people are speculating that the people crying sound like, uh... I saw it sound like Eugene and I think Rosita. Okay. And how do they determine that? I don't know. I really don't. But that's that's okay. that's one of the evidences. The blood spatter had to come to right, and they're saying that it's it's uh, Maggie since you can't hear Maggie cry. But on the other hand, you'd think you'd hear Glenn like causing all kinds of ruckus if Maggie had just been beat to death. Right. So there's also speculation there. I guess people are saying, like, oh, this must be a few minutes into the episode mm-hmm. after this is all calmed down. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you're right, you would hear screaming. But he, he in that episode, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Negan, says uh, anybody who says a word is going to get the bat. Right. Maybe he's already gone through an iteration or two yes. of that. And now people just are shutting the hell up. The other evidence is people say they can see an engagement ring in the right. pile of gore, which I found entirely unconvincing. It looked like a glistening bit of – because I, I saw several. It's like, well, it looked like there's several other things that could be shiny metal, but I think it's uh, just glistening remains of bone or viscera yeah. from the person's head. Like I, And also people saw a blanket. The blanket that was covering Daryl was laying on the ground next to the gore. But I, I think uh, all these things – I think the engagement ring is just an unfortunate piece of light and reflection. I think the blanket is – intentionally put there to misdirect you and then what i thought was really interesting is the conversation negan and rick have where he's Mm -hmm. like you know this guy's my right hand man those kind of things are good to have in this world uh maybe your right hand man is one of these people still breathing or maybe and he kind of catches his breath like he thinks he might have killed 
is Rick's right hand man. Uh-huh. Of course, Rick is giving him nothing. Right. So the fact that they're debating a right hand man now again is it sexist to say that a woman can't be someone's right hand man? Certainly. Do I think Negan is sexist? Probably. Okay. Uh, so like I I feel like that's a valid way to attack it. Like I don't think he would say that if he if the if, if there was a, a a man or a woman splattered on the ground hmm. he just beat to death okay um but uh, I, I, I i guess i i don't i don't necessarily agree there okay i, I think because because the way he says it he kind of gives rick a moment uh, when he says like the your right hand man is one of these your right hand man yeah rick gives him nothing and then he he kind of like says oh or maybe i you know clocked uh, clocked him or, mm-hmm. or whatever he says uh just kind of makes a sound effect i think right uh so <laughs> i <laughs> i don't know maybe he's surprised by the fact that his right hand man would be a woman in that moment oh that and so it takes him by it takes him a moment to get that uh-huh that he's already okay that's actually a, i now that him. i'm replaying this in my mind that's actually a pretty valid valid way to read that that, right and that, of oh, course it's not a right it's a woman you know right and of course none of this means anything sure it's all just speculation <laughs> sure sure um some people have thought that i don't know because who is of if you if you if you chose between abraham daryl and glenn mm-hmm. who would you consider rick's right hand man uh probably daryl I would, yeah, for feet to the fire, I would say Daryl too. But you could make an argument for Glenn, right? Uh, you could also make an argument for Abraham of you know like very recent history as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from ne- Negan's perspective, uh, if you know Abraham's always the one with that was that that was with Rick at the ch- the checkpoints, and he's the one getting out and you know kind of being a more aggressive guy, like the the, the man behind the man. Mm-hmm. So I think from Negan's point of view, he would probably suspect it was Abraham. There's a lot of meta analysis, right? Um, but you know, if you take that, because so I, I guess I never really figured out is the fact that Negan said. When he's dragging Rick off at the end, he's he he confiscates Rick's hatchet and he drags him off to the RV for a chat. I do not like this decision. I feel like this is like going to be from a screen perspective, like you know, it's like why are you dragging the leader off to interrogate him in the RV? Like that doesn't feel like that's something Negan would do at this stage. Like if he's going to, if he does not satisfied about breaking Rick spiritually. He would go at more of his people, or he would do something to Rick, and he would do it publicly. Right. So that's weird to me. But as he's dragging him off, he said, you know, it's like, we'll see if Rick makes it out of this alive, and if not, I guess we'll turn out his people or what's left of them. Is that the fact that he's saying, implying that maybe there is more than one casualty? Is that why people are saying that more than one person died? Or Well, people have been saying this since the end of last season. Right. Uh, so I... That footage certainly wasn't out there at that point, but uh, I could see reading it that way, definitely. Or the fact that like some he's going to beat someone to death, and then Daryl's going to act out, and he, maybe he beats Daryl to death, or maybe he beats someone else to punish Daryl. And mm-hmm. the, 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 but the theory is there's two corpses. I don't buy that. That feels like I mean, but it would if if Gimple and company were nervous about oh well we've kind of shit the bed here with this this um, you know off season business. Maybe we get people back by bringing two splashy deaths. There's one other way that they could kill two people with one swing. How's that? 
Maggie. Oh. Like that – so there has been a lot of talk, and this is always the talk, and so mm-hmm. I want to dismiss it just out of hand okay. entirely. But there's always talk, mm-hmm. and it has been there this season about how this is going to be the most extreme season sure. ever right. and how you you're shit yourself and die because it's incredible. Uh, and people are saying that Negan will do something that will make everyone hate him. And that could certainly qualify. Killing killing a couple of, like, really beloved characters or killing Ma- a pregnant Maggie. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Either like, one of those. What could, other than beating Eugene to death, mm-hmm. what could he do to not just inflame the fans' passion, Beat right? Aaron to death, probably. Beat Aaron. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think know. Aaron's a pretty solid favorite, too. Like, he's been uh-huh. a solid guy, and he's also, like, he a, a Daryl surrogate at this point. Like, he's, uh, you uh-huh. know, you really made a connection with Daryl. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. I just think I just feel stupid that we're having this discussion, you know? Right. Like no, six it's, days it's, from now, we will fucking know. Right. And and I don't want to spend half an hour on this. Right. I, I just wanted to cover the bases. Yeah. Uh, I guess my opinion has changed, and I do think it's probably Maggie. Um, but, Ooh. Why? Well, for, for a couple of reasons. A, I mean, sure, he could get the blood on his face some other way. There's not – that really doesn't say – concretely but you know it does it does potentially come from that side maggie's to his right that thing was just um, that the, the thing is is that blood was just dripping off the bat and he's got the backswing he like gives three three shots so i feel like that mm-hmm. and then someone said speculated that might he might do like a flip bat flip move uh sounds like some batman to do activate the bat flip robin uh he does he flips he flips lucille and that's going to splat like splash blood since lucille's is literally running red sure. with, with blood i don't I know can. Um, also, here's here's a counterpoint. I think Maggie might not be able to sustain three shots to the head in her current state. True. Uh, so potentially she's, she's she's in a bad way already. Right. And at the end of last season, he was like, "Oh, I'm surprised he could take that shot or whatever." Yeah, well, whatever I mean, that says. would go well with a on death store pregnant woman too. Right. Or literally anyone. The other thing is. I mean, this is the cynical bastard in me, but this we're talking about a show that has struggles keeping day-night cycles and whether it's raining or not straight in its head. We're really going to speculate who lives or dies based on blood spatter direction? Right. Really? That's what we're going to do? If we were speculating based on whether or not a van's going to land on its wheels, <laughs> yeah, we would be completely wrong. Right, right. So, like, you know, I, I feel like we need to relax a little bit on using physical criminal scene analysis, uh, physics-based, gravity-based, yeah. Newtonian. Well, well, the, the second reason is because I think it would make a huge impact on this crew. It would. I mean, think think about all all the people who care for Maggie, both in the audience and also sure. on that screen. And even if you don't, like, you know, it's the spectacle of a pregnant woman being beat to death. Right. I mean, that is grisly. That's, that's yeah. some... That's some bad shit. Like, even if you're a jaded Walking Dead fan, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that would definitely peg peg the the revoltometer. Yeah, I would think so. I uh, don't know. So that's my my I guess official uh, call for official who's going to get the bat. Yeah, I still think Glenn. Okay, with maybe if there is like a, I could I could see uh, Daryl. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see Daryl in the struggle struggle um, after, you know, dealing with his emotions, um, out, having an outburst, and Negan immediately saying, ah, 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 that wasn't the rule, and, you know, going with the theme of not punishing the offender, but, you know, punishing someone else to make him extra feel extra bad, hmm. uh, then, then hmm. hitting Abraham. But I hmm. kind of would be surprised if they off two guys in the first five minutes, or girls. 
Yeah, it depends on how much they want to set the tone for this season. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I have more to say, slightly more to say in a comic book spoiler section. I also have a piece of comic book-related feedback to consider. I want to take a couple minutes here to talk about Harry's. And if you've listened to our podcast, you've probably heard this before, but there are some updates, some new offers from Harry's, some upgrades to the Razors, and uh, new I think they're worthwhile. New stuff has come to light. New stuff. Are you New toning stuff. it down because we have a sponsor? Is that I, what's you happening? Know, I, I don't know. I don't know uh, if they want to use the, the word shit used in reference to their product. New shit has come to life, and it's the good <laughs> shit. Uh, so one of the features that they have added to the razors that has been the game changer for me on Harry's is um, they they add a, the precision blade on the back of the razor, which right. you know allows you to get into the nooks and crannies. Yeah. I mean, uh, kind of make clean lines. The, the advances of the modern shave razor with the wider head and the more blades that gives you a more comfortable, smoother shave. The, bo- mm-hmm. the the problem is when you get up up in the nooks and crannies. It gets up in the nose. Yeah. And and you're like, Aaron, what the hell do you know? You haven't shaven in years. Aha! Aha! You're behind the times. If, if you watch any of our video from uh, late spring, early summer, you know that I did did whack the, the old beard down. I, yeah. went, I got rid of the Grizzly Adams, and I went I went baby, baby, uh, I went dolphin smooth. <laughs> you did. For six to six to weeks or so, and I used exclusively Harry's products to yeah. uh, pull that off. Yeah, uh, it's good. They're, it's their Gen 2 razors, and uh, I, I was definitely missing that precision blade, but now it's there, mm-hmm. and it makes a world of difference. Um, they, they have a new offer for people who are interested in subscribing and getting their blades for a lot cheaper than you would pay elsewhere. Uh, they're about half the price, I'd say. Um, if you go right now to harrys.com, it's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, you can get a free trial kit, which has uh, a razor, five... Uh, it comes with a razor, which is the, the handle, mm-hmm. uh, five-blade cartridge, and a shaving gel. And when you sign up with the code BALDMOVE at checkout, uh, you get post-shave balm added to your order for free which is just a, a soothing gel that you know takes the sting out of shaving uh, after you're done. And I use it personally. I think it's great. I know you just said that you've tried it and like it. Yeah, and I, in fact, I'd, I'd check a look at all their products because um, their shave cream, I'll put that up against. I, I used to do a lot of high-end shaving and was like really into the wet shaving movement and all that, and uh-huh. I, uh, I, I thought their shave cream is as good as anything I've ever tried. Yeah. For a really great price for such a high-end premium product. Yeah. And I'm a gel guy. I like yeah. the gels. So I, I like the creams. I, I, right. I say you can't go wrong either way. I, I have been using the cream because I've been out of the gel mm. recently, but I need to re-up my supply. Uh, also, also very good. So, yeah, check it out. It's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. Use the code BALDMOVE at checkout and get that post-shave balm added to your free trial kit. We, if if you've seen any of the previews, you've seen this crazy dude with a tiger, uh, th- this dreadlock dude with a tiger. I I don't know how that's going to play out, but mm-hmm. I guess there's going to be a tiger in The Walking Dead. Okay, because <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> Could you tell if it? Because I, I guess I haven't seen that preview. Could you tell you if haven't? it was a? So that there are a couple was it a more CG like tiger, or was it? It a... looked CG to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and from what I hear, they're going to be doing. A combination of animatronics and CG for right. the tiger, um, and, and you know it, this guy whose name is Ezekiel. Uh, he this is all in in trailers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, he he says at some point, "Welcome to the kingdom." Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, kind of a compound, which I'm not I'm not sure it could be Negan's compound. They play fast and loose with these trailers right. because 
Ezekiel also, it is implied, kills that zombie with its arm kind of hanging off. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen that one. But that's definitely not true because I've seen previews of Dwight killing that zombie or Dwight passing that zombie on the road. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It's They're playing fast and loose with it. I think we're probably going to get to see Negan's compound uh, based on the bet. trailers I've seen. That's a good bet. And I, and I like, I mean, that's one of the things I said last year is like, I like the idea of this world getting larger, uh-huh. you know, that you've got the hilltop, you've got Alexandria, you've got Negan's compound, you've got this place, perhaps the kingdoms being introduced. Mm-hmm. And you also have distinct cultures and whatnot within it. Like I, there's this one scene that I thought, first of all, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the right hand man trailer is just like, I thought he did a really good job as Negan. A lot of people were kind of like yeah. unsure, but I just thought really? like he really nails the essence of what Negan is without doing, you know, the every other word out of his mouth, a swear word. Like mm-hmm. he still nails, like, I didn't feel like, Oh man, I missed the fucks and shits and you know, whatever he says. Uh, yeah. but he did a really good job. And there's one scene where like Negan's walking through, I guess his compound or one of his compounds. Cause he probably has multiple compounds and like all of his men like hit the deck. Yeah. Like they get, get down on their knees like he's a medieval feudal warlord and mm-hmm. i feel like of all the villains we've seen in this show like you know the 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 death spot you know the 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 gang leaders and the prison dudes and the, the governor, governor like this yep. guy is the first one that feels like almost a mad max style post apocalyptic warlord yeah like he rules by intimidation and fear and unquestioned loyalty that he demands from people and i thought i think that's a neat dynamic mm-hmm. You know the oily politician post that 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 shit never has played as well as as that, and I, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to see kind of this this larger world unfold because yep. you know you need multiple settlements to start reworking because right now like we've wrestled endlessly with concepts which like you know what does it mean to be alive and what does it mean to be a person and what does it mean to be a human in this world? Well, now we're talking about civilization, right? And that's exciting. That's like something, you know, how do you establish trade? How do you establish trust? How do you you deal with, like, you know, having critical, critical skills like doctors? And I, that, that stuff is, is fascinating, and I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring it and getting away from the navel-gazing aspects of, you know, what does it mean to live out there? You don't know what it's like out there. All that stuff. Right, which has never really been their strong suit. No. Well, certainly not six, you know, not, not stretching out for six seasons. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think that's about all that I have to talk about All right, leading up to it. All right, well, when we return from the spoiler break, we will have some, some comic spoilers and speculation. Okay, um, yeah, didn't get a ton of feedback. I, I'm not sure the people knew we were actually going to do this podcast today. So <laughs> we, stealth, we, we stealth release on them. Yeah, um, and I have feedback from months and months ago, but it's all, it's all just the same stuff we're talking about, right. the speculation about who's going to die, who isn't. Um, so I'm going to save everything until uh, episode one comes around and see what's still relevant. Mm-hmm. And if anything is, then we'll cover it. Um, if you'd like to send your feedback in for that, you can send it to walkingdead at baldmove.com. Uh, or you can go down the forums and go to the Walking Dead threads. We'll have one posted for the episode next week. And uh, Is it Watching Dead or Walking Dead? It's either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> watching Dead or Walking Dead there at baldmove.com. Uh, But yeah, we'll see you next week if you don't want spoilers. And if you do, stick around after the music. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya.
And we're back with the spoiler section. What do we got? So, the Right Hand Man trailer. You can't have something called the Right Hand Man trailer and Negan talking about right hand men and how nice it is to have right hands and (laughs) confiscate Rick's hatchet and Uh drag him off for some sort of punishment. Right. A lot of people are saying we're finally going to get the Rick's behanding moment. The the severing of his hand that happens in the comic books Mm. very early on in his career. Um, Now, a couple of things. Number one, that seems a bit obvious. Like, that's if if you wanted to shock or surprise a Walking Dead fan and win him back, like, why would you lead with that material in the preview? Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be just an obvious misdirection to get people excited about that and off of whatever the real thing that they're doing. The other thing is... Uh, you know, one of Kirkman's biggest regrets from interviews is that he maimed Rick on his right hand because it really limited what he could do as a character. Also, the fact that if you do that to a real-life character, now you're going to have to green screen his hand in perpetuity from here on out. Mm-hmm. Anytime his right hand is shown, you're going to have to either give him a weird prosthetic like uh, Merle Dixon, or mm-hmm. you're going to have to green screen it out, which is going to you know increase your 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 budget that might better off go towards zombies. What's your gut say? You think this is misdirection, or you think this is actually going to happen? Uh, you know, I hadn't even considered it. Hmm. I had forgotten all about Rick's hand. Uh, I feel like it's going to be misdirection. The other if thing- Kirkman has his way, I don't think he wants to do it. The other thing is, I think what I said in the non-spoiler take about Negan doing things publicly goes double here. If he was going to, if he was going to cut off Rick's hand, he's not going to take him to the privacy of a trailer. He's right. going to do it and humiliate him, you know, make it a front and center type thing. You would think so, yeah. So that's 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 what I think. Um, I just want to make sure we covered that. I Maddie ninety four from the forum says, "How do you think the new next few seasons will go in terms of the all out war storyline?" Um, do you th- with uh, the new the new war and then the beginning or the new beginning and the Whisperer War? Uh, now the letter I still haven't read the Whisperer War yet. Um, I was going to wait until I got a little bit closer to to read that, and and I felt felt like my coverage of the show improves if I get a little distance from the comic book source material. Um, I think season seven, this is I'm Addy, will be the March to War, which is the volume between the Negan killing. Uh, that's going to open up the season and the start of the all-out war storyline. Seasons 8 and 9 will be all-out war, and I think 10 can be the new beginning with 11 being the start of the Whisper War. My gut says that's... I, I mean, you might be right, but I feel like that's way too slow. We're talking 16 times... 32 episodes for all-out war? <laughs> I don't buy it. I hope... Yeah. I hope that season 7 is going to be uh, the March to War with the second half of season seven being all out war and then leave season eight to be probably the flash forward. If they do that, because that's one way that they could, you know, without sacrificing the pacing of the show, uh, give the comic book a little bit more legs to room because, you know, comic book flat after all out war, they flash forward to several years. So now Carl is aged up and, hmm. you know, uh, the, the Negan thing has kind of been dealt with at least temporarily, and you can see what the this Rick's brave new world looks like. I, I feel like if they wanted to put the show on a treadmill, they just don't do that and show, give us two seasons of you know. Uh, but the, the problem with that is, I, what's the conflict, right? Because that's a time of kind of relative right. peace and prosperity, which I think would be interesting to watch, but it's not really The Walking Dead. <laughs> sure, 
And also the fact that Carl, um, he's almost aged out of the role that he's in right now that, you know, mm-hmm. if they do the time jump, I think Chandler Riggs would be perfect to didn't play Carl in, in real time going forward. Yeah. So I don't know. Cause I, I feel like, man, do, does anyone want to see 32 episodes of all out war? That's a lot of hours of television. It is. And I, I don't know how long that storyline is. Um, not that but, long. I wonder if they'll try and pad it out with like, I don't know, some Carol and and well, that uh, I mean Morgan oh, and because that's that's pandering to. I mean, that's that's repeating their bad habits because it's either all right. out war, or it's not. If it's all out right. war, you're not going to have time to take a breath and do these smaller stories. You know, you might have some yeah. you know some limited time to do some tales from the front where people are dealing with tra- trauma and whatnot. But you're not going to have a lot of time because why would Negan call off his troops long enough to do it? I guess they could invent reasons, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, two full seasons for All Out War, I think, is is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can't really comment on the Whisper War because I that's I I saw the very first introduction of those characters when they were kind of mysterious and whatnot, but I I don't have any. Uh, and I I've had people email me in and tell me kind of like broad strokes of it, but mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how long that would be or what its resolution would be. So. Does it have anything to do with the the wolves or whatever we're no. we're seeing? No, yeah. this is okay. a completely new faction. <laughs> so, I mean, that's another good one. Do you think the wolves will be a thing going forward? I don't know. Hadn't really considered it. Um, I felt like they got pretty devastated, right? Uh, in the Alexandria attack, uh, Carol was in full effect. So I. I don't know. I doubt they'll be back in in big numbers. I don't think we need. It. I mean, we have a big bad and a big threat, right? And it's a cool one. Like yeah. you don't need the. You've got the. You've got the Borg. You don't need to bring into Dominion. You know, <laughs> right? Like let's let's keep it uh, keep keep it uh, simple. So, mm-hmm. but again, it's never been Walking Dead strong suit. They do kind of go off in the weeds and take their time and poke around. That's true, and that's usually where they they get a little off the rails, right? But I feel like. They still got a lot of years on the comic, mm-hmm. um, and they could pick up the pace significantly. And you know, um, if, if if they wanted to, and that's the thing. Like I, it's so weird the frustration of the Walking Dead, primarily being that they when they have really good comic book storylines, they've had the stubborn refusal to just play it straight like the comics do. Yeah, because they want to change how the characters' arcs are, or they want to give different screen time, or they think this will play different, which I've always hated. Um, but if if and I wondered like is that because if if Kirkman is doing that because he wants to surprise the fans or if he's just personally finds it boring to retell the story the exact same way mm-hmm. and he sees this TV show as a way to kind of correct some of his editorial narrative defects then what better way to do that than catch up to the comics and then do whatever the hell you want yeah fork him fork yeah. him <laughs> fork him if they can't take a joke fork him if they can and you got 16 episodes a season to do it like this is a pretty long tv show sure. as far as like a, a long seasoned tv show yeah uh nowadays i mean a lot of shows are 10 to 13 yeah uh here in the u.s 16 is almost a throwback it's like I halfway know. between yeah. the sweet spot of you know premium cable yeah. dramas and the old days of like 24 episode seasons right which partially feels like that's where they lose their way they have this idea of we want to get to this milestone in the story here but we've got 16 episodes to fill and that's a lot yeah they have to they have to work and you know these overall arcs have to be kind of self-contained and make sense within a season Uh and they're just a little bit too long for that so that's why you get slab town and that's why you get right carol doing whatever weird shit she was doing last season and 
the yeah. wolf rehabilitation and reclamation project, all that kind of stuff. But I'm with you. If, if they go like seven and eight for all out war yeah. um, and, and the path to war, whatever you're you were saying yeah or whatever it's called uh that feels like too too little for two seasons well and i tell you the other thing that's kind of frightens me when we're talking about the wolf um mm-hmm. those long conversations with him in jail are so similar and not in content but in form of what goes on between carl and negan once negan is in prison as a as a, huh. a war criminal okay that like Ah, uh, it's it's one of those things where like, oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to are you going to swerve? Are you going to go zig where you, you zag? They might. That's some that's some good shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lots of classic moments coming up this season and the next half season. If 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 they do it just straight up and tell the story, who knows if they'll do that? Okay. Anything else? Uh, that's it. All right. Well, uh, we will see everybody next week then after the show on Monday. Yep. Uh, with our full review of the first episode, hopefully. Hopefully they can make up for some of the uh, the disgust that I felt at the end of last season. Yeah. I, we'll I, see. I, I, it'd be nice to see if they actually think of, like, pissing off fans and rewarding fans in context or whether they continue to cynically go with the, oh, just generate heat and buzz and discussion. Right. So we'll, we'll see. see.